0: In your Bibles, please, for our second reading, and we'll turn to Exodus chapter 10. Exodus chapter 10 and verse 1, hear now the inerrant, infallible, and inspired word of God. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go in unto Pharaoh, for I have hardened his heart and the heart of his servants, that I might show these my signs before him, and that thou mayest tell it, or tell in the ears of thy son and of thy son's son, what things I have wrought in Egypt, and my signs which I have done among them, that ye may know how that I am the Lord. And Moses and Aaron came in unto Pharaoh and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord God of the Hebrews, How long wilt thou refuse to humble thyself before me? Let my people go that they may serve me. Else if thou refuse to let my people go, behold, tomorrow I will bring the locusts into thy coast. And they shall cover the face of the earth that one cannot be able to see the earth. And they shall eat the residue of that which is escaped which remaineth unto you from the hail, and shall eat every tree which groweth for you out of the field. And they shall fill thy houses, and the houses of all thy servants, and the houses of all the Egyptians, which neither thy fathers nor thy fathers' fathers have seen since the day that they were upon the earth unto this day. And he turned himself and went out from Pharaoh. And Pharaoh's servants said unto him, How long shall this man be a snare unto us? Let the men go, that they may serve the Lord their God. Knowest thou yet? Knowest thou not yet that Egypt is destroyed? And Moses and Aaron were brought again unto Pharaoh. And he said unto them, Go, serve the Lord your God, but who are they that shall go? And Moses said, We will go with our young and with our old, with our sons and with our daughters, with our flocks and with our herds will we go. For we must hold a feast unto the Lord. <clears throat> and he said unto them, Let the Lord be so with you as I will let you go. And your little ones look to it, for evil is before you. Not so. Go now ye that are men and serve the Lord, for that ye did, For that ye did desire. And they were driven out from Pharaoh's presence. And the Lord said unto Moses, Stretch out thine hand over the land of Egypt for the locusts, that they may come up upon the land of Egypt and eat every herb of the land, even all that the hail hath left. And Moses stretched forth his rod over the land of Egypt, and the Lord brought an east wind upon all the land, upon the land all that day and all that night. And when it was morning, the east wind brought the locusts. And the locusts went up over all the land of Egypt and rested in all the coasts of Egypt. Very grievous were they. Before them there were no such locusts as they, neither after them shall be such. For they covered the face of the whole earth so that the land was darkened. And they did eat every herb of the land and all the fruit of the trees which the hail had left and there remained not any green thing in the trees or in the herbs of the field through all the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh called for Moses and Aaron in haste, and he said, I have sinned against the Lord your God and against you. Now forgive, I pray thee, my sin only this once, and entreat the Lord your God that he may take away from me this death only. And he went out from Pharaoh and entreated the Lord, and the Lord turned a mighty strong west wind which took away the locusts and cast them into the red sea and there remained not one locust in all the coasts of egypt but the lord hardened pharaoh's heart so that he would not let the children of israel go and the lord said unto moses stretch out thine hand toward heaven that there may be darkness over the land of egypt even darkness which may be felt And Moses stretched forth his hand toward heaven, and there was a thick darkness in all the land of Egypt three days. They saw not one another, neither rose any from his place for three days. But all the children of Israel had light in their dwellings. And Pharaoh called unto Moses and said, Go ye serve the Lord, only let your flocks and your herds be stayed. Let your little ones also go with you. And Moses said, Thou must give us also sacrifices and burnt offerings that we may sacrifice unto the Lord our God. Our cattle also shall go with us. There shall not an hoof be left behind. For thereof must we take to serve the Lord our God. And we know not with what we must serve the Lord until we come thither. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart and he would not let them go. And Pharaoh said unto him, Get thee from me, and take heed to thyself. See my face no more, for in that day thou seest my face, thou shalt die. And Moses said, Thou hast spoken well, I will see thy face again no more. May God add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his most holy word. All right, so we have another plague here. It is the plague of the locusts. Notice how it starts. Uh, Moses will draw near to God and God will say, bring him into his confidence. Here's why I've done these things to Pharaoh. I want to give you a testimony to hang on to, to tell to your sons and your sons' sons. You will relate these stories to your children and they will relate them to their children and this shall go on down Uh, through the generations until 2022 when some podunk preacher in LeVon talks about them. Isn't that amazing? We're still talking about this, aren't we? Why are we still talking about it? Because God has put it in His Word to encourage us and to strengthen us and to help us to remember that no weapon formed against the people of God will be able to stand. Right? Right? So the Lord brings them into his confidence there at the beginning. So they came into Pharaoh in verse 3. And notice here now, it's how long wilt thou refuse to humble thyself before me? Let my people go that they may serve me. And so Pharaoh is commanded to humble himself in the sight of the Lord. Of course, we're all commanded to do that. But up to this time, Pharaoh has refused doing it. And how do we know that Pharaoh refused to humble himself in the sight of the Lord? Because he would not do what God commanded him to do. He stood up proudly in his face instead and kept insisting that it was going to be okay. If we could just get back to the status quo. If we just get back to normal here. Right? There is no normal for Egypt anymore. Just like we said a couple of years back, there's no normal And if there could be, we wouldn't want to go back to that. God closed the visible church down because she was corrupt and she needed repentance. The status quo was the last thing that we should desire. Advancement, reformation, repentance, that's what we should desire. That's what Pharaoh should have desired, but he did not. And so, tomorrow, Moses says, I will bring the locusts. And he advertises what they will do. And it is a dire. Whatever was left from the hail, it'll be gone. You said to yourself, I can make it. There's still a little bit left. The barley and the wheat, still, or the rye and the wheat, they're still here. It's okay. We'll be all right. No, it won't be. There won't be any left. anything left. Whatever thing you think will protect you from the face of God's judgment, it will not be there when you need it most. This is what the Lord tells Pharaoh through Moses. No, the best way out here, Pharaoh, is to humble yourself before the Lord and to do what he says. Don't trust as Jeremiah will tell the children of Israel. Don't trust in Egypt. Don't lean on that broken reed. Of course, that they would use the term, or that he would use the term reed for Egypt is very telling, isn't it? Right, they're those reeds that, that, that flew by the side of the Nile, right? He's a broken reed. He cannot save and so on, no matter what it is. So what will these locusts do? They'll be like nothing you've ever seen. They'll fill your houses. They'll eat everything and everything will be gone. And then when they're done, they'll leave. And so out from the presence of Pharaoh, they go and Pharaoh's servants come to him and say, please, Pharaoh, listen to this guy. How long will he be a snare to us? Don't you know yet? That Egypt is destroyed. It's already destroyed, even before the locusts come. It's already destroyed. So, uh, Moses and Aaron were brought before Pharaoh again. Pharaoh seems to relent. Well, okay, let's have a little more of a discussion. And so, what does he say? He says, Well, who will go? Tell me who's going. Moses says, We'll go with. Uh, ourselves, our wives, our little ones, our flocks, and our herds into the wilderness so that we can go and sacrifice to the Lord our God. And what does Pharaoh do? Pharaoh does what all tyrants tell you they're doing. He pretends to care for them. Evil is before you. You shouldn't take your children. Leave them here. It's all about the children. You're going to hear that over and again, aren't you? That's what they do. Moses, now listen to what Moses says here. Moses is a man who knows the Lord, who knows the Bible. He's the one writing it and he is steeped in covenant theology. What does he say? We all have to go because we all have to worship. We don't separate our children from us when we worship. If we're going to worship, we're worshiping with our children, Pharaoh. We don't don't leave the children in the nursery. We take them with us. They worship with us. Listen to what Moses says there. Not so, ye that are men go serve the Lord. And the Lord said, well, wait a minute, maybe I went a little bit too far. Yeah, and Moses said, we will go with our young, with our old, with our sons, with our daughters, with our flocks and with our herds, we will go for we must hold a feast unto the Lord. How do you hold a feast? How does does Moses know how to hold a feast to the Lord? What instruction has he received? It's us, our wives, and our children. It's nothing less than that. We worship covenantally in our families before the Lord. And so Moses, uh, or sorry, Pharaoh refused to, to let them go without their children. Some scholars will say, oh, well, you know, Pharaoh's strategy was you leave the children, here you'll be back. Well, that may have been Pharaoh's strategy, but Moses didn't respond like that. Moses responded by saying, if we're going to worship the Lord, we all have to do it. And so they go out from the presence of Pharaoh, and here come the locusts. And they are exactly as Moses said. They, it's like you can't see the ground for them. The ground is darkened with locusts. It's like the cricket infestation we had a few years back, but not nearly not nearly as bad as these locusts here. They eat up everything. They're in their houses. They're in everything. They're in their beds. They're just everywhere. And then just as quickly as they came, they were gone. So that it might be known, like we said before, that this is indeed the finger of God. And I cannot be blamed on El Nino or some strange wind phenomenon or anything like that. So then, Pharaoh calls for Moses in verse sixteen. He says, "In haste, I've sinned against the Lord your God and against you. Now, therefore, forgive I pray thee this sin only this sin once. In other words, this circumstance where I where I rebelled and wouldn't let him go, and entreat the Lord your God that He may take away this this death from me. This you know only this death that that He would provide a, a relenting of this judgment as I will let you go." And so the Lord turned away the locusts and he hardened Pharaoh's heart so that he would not let the children of Israel go. Now verse 21. Remember how I said in the last chapter that there was this sign that Moses threw ashes in the air without ever speaking to Pharaoh. Remember that? There was no word spoken to Pharaoh. Verse 21. And the Lord said unto Moses, Stretch out thine hand toward heaven, that there may be darkness over the land of Egypt, even darkness which may be felt. And Moses stretched forth his hand toward heaven. And there was thick darkness in all the land of Egypt. Three days they saw not one another, neither rose any from his place for three days. But all the children of Israel had light in their dwellings. No word to Pharaoh. What is the Lord telling Pharaoh here? You're getting farther out on the edge. I'm not speaking to you now. That's not what you want. Right? And so now this plague comes without a word from Moses or Aaron. But notice Pharaoh's not fooled as to where it comes from. Because he calls Moses and Aaron. He knows this is from the Lord. He's got that guilt Pressing on his conscience. He knows that this is from the Lord. This is what, what the apostle will describe in Hebrews 10. As that fearful looking for of judgment and consuming fire. That shall devour the adversaries. His guilt is ever before him. It's all he can see. And so Pharaoh called unto Moses and said. Go serve the Lord. Let your flocks and herds be stayed. And your little ones also go with you. Now notice what Moses says here. Very interesting. Very interesting. He says, thou must give us also sacrifices and burnt offerings that we may sacrifice unto the Lord our God. Our cattle shall also go with us. There shall not be a hoof left behind for thereof we must take to serve the Lord our God. And we know not what we must serve the Lord or how we must serve the Lord until we come there. The Lord will tell us what to sacrifice to him. So we're going to take all of our animals with us. We're not going to leave any behind. What if we leave behind the choice ones that God says he wants us to sacrifice? Then we won't be able to serve him according to his command. Notice how Moses understands how to serve the Lord according to his command. When we get to where we're going, the Lord will make it known to us what animals he wants us to sacrifice. We must take our entire stock, not knowing what those animals are right now. And they all need to go with us. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart and he would not let them go. And then we have this <laughs> very little man and yet tough talk kind of thing. Pharaoh says, get out of here. The next time you see my face, you're going to die. You'll see my face no more. And if you see me, you'll die. Moses said, you've, you've said well that I will not see your face anymore. And that, beloved, should have shaken Pharaoh to the bottom of his sandals that he wasn't going to hear any more from God through Moses when the Lord stops talking to you the hammer falls next that Moses said to him you're right you won't hear from me again well what that should have done was to shake him to his core but it didn't because his heart was like a stone right well That's how the chapter ends. The next chapter begins with, and the Lord said to Moses, yet one more plague, just one more. And so notice that as we have ratcheted up here in in the intensity, not only in judgment, but in revelation, that in the last chapter we saw only a sign without a word. Now this time we we have the plague without a word or a sign. And so the Lord is showing the pattern of his judgments as they increase. One of the things that he does is he turns his face away from a people that they will no longer hear his word. And when the Lord closes down the revelation, well, that's the time you batten down the hatches because judgment is about to fall, right? Okay, thus ends the reading. Let's stand.